Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode 62 of For the Kudos. I'm your host, Joel, and I'm here with... Brett. You haven't done a silly Brett for a while. You've got, grown, honestly, I got sick of it. You grew, grew yeah. out of it. That's but I, you've run out of things to... Like, without going too stupid, you run out of things to say. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm uh, no stranger of going too stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite happy to do that. Um, haircut looks all right. Yeah, you know, I usually get into a marathon block and run out of time for hair, so I get rid of it. Save a lot of time when you don't have hair. You reckon? No, I don't do my hair anyway. So. <laughs> but no, honestly, because I've been training this um, heat chamber and I just come out of the heat chamber and my hair just looks so sweaty and gross and like I had the mullet going and it was just looking bad. You did have a bit of a mullet. Yeah. yeah. And then I went for a ride yesterday and I got back and I was like, no. Nah. I just need to get rid of it. Well, you do first it I was like, all right, I'm gonna, yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna give it, tidy it up a little bit. And I was like, all right, I'll get rid of the mullet. And then I was just like, oh, fuck it. I was like, I literally had the razor like close to my head. I'm going, uh, 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 and I said, like, oh, fuck it, and got rid of it all. What does uh, Sasuke think? She hasn't seen it yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> delaying seeing you. Yeah, uh, hoping that it gr- grows like, out. You're yeah. like, oh, I've just shaved my head. She goes, yeah, we can uh, pencil in a date in about six weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, would you ever shave your head? Um, no, I think I've got a bit of a strange shaped head. <laughs> I don't know if I, well, to be honest, um, you know, I don't like, I'm clinging on to hair. For <laughs> <laughs> so there's no reason for me to shave. Mm, I was, I was a little bit worried when I, if, when I was shaving, I was like, what happens if I just find out now I don't have any hair, but I think it's okay. Back. Yeah. Yeah. Like how embarrassing would it be, you know, season seven, we have like a bit of a longer break and I come back in and you intro us and you go. Shaved your head, Joel. And I'm like, sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> how's uh, how's your week been? Uh, pretty good. I went on another podcast. Sorry about that. But um, <laughs> no, I went on the Runners Wrap Up podcast with two um, runners from Victoria uh, named John T and Campbell. Yeah, so I think they're under 16s, yeah. um, 15 or 16 years old. Um, but it was cool. It was good to go on it and, and get interviewed. Um. Yeah, have a listen. They're probably you, a little bit more professional than us. De- definitely. They well, like when they started their intro, I was like, "Oh, that's way better than what we do yeah. every time." Yeah. But you're, you're like, Hang on, "How come one of them's not impersonating Mister Bean <laughs> yeah. in the first five seconds?" <laughs> no, but they definitely uh, had a big plan. Like we're looking at our our run sheet for this, and it's got about um, about <laughs> five lines of stuff. I looked over at the run sheet and I thought your screen was off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, where there's, they were obviously very prepared and, and asked a lot of the hard-hitting questions, which was good. Bit of a uh, funny story of how that got planned at Bandura. Yeah, I was I was out there watching um, watching the races and then and they came up to me. Um, <laughs> Campbell was on crutches as well. But then they said, hey, could you come on the podcast? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, oh, who are you watching? Oh, the, I think they must have said about the, the men's race. I was like, oh, yeah, like Joel's racing. And then one of them just goes... Joel Tobin White. <laughs> and I just was like, oh, I'm definitely got on this podcast now. It's <laughs> honestly the best insight. I love that. From like a, <laughs> Don't even know what it meant, but it's just like, it was just, it got you good. And you were watching there, like, obviously, you know, I take the piss out of myself quite a lot, but, you know, so do my parents. And you were there watching with my dad, and my yeah. dad found that so <laughs> yeah. funny. I'm like, I'm like, Rob, that's your own son. <laughs> your son is getting bullied by a 15 year old, yeah. you're crying with laughter. But no, uh, it's good. No, it's good. Um, and, and they so the podcast has come out already. Yeah, it came out. Um, I think on Saturday or Sunday. We'll but, put it in the show notes to support those guys because yeah. obviously the more people, the more people have, uh, the more people doing. You know, as you said, you know, it's really good to just like promote our sport. Yeah, I said this. We talked about this in the podcast. I think yeah. like the more running content out there, the better. So these guys are having a crack so it's good to see so definitely um support them they've had some they've had some good guests already i think they've done four or five episodes but ed goddard was i think their first guest yeah um uh brady thurfall and yeah yeah i I can't remember who else but yeah like and they definitely they talked about who they want to get on the um oh this is the other funny thing as well they kept saying (laughs) they've gone through the results and they kept saying friend of the podcast (laughs) but they they would be like jen jen the car so jen gregson won the um sydney 10k friend of the podcast well friend of your podcast i don't know if she's friend of our podcast (laughs) 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 that's actually quite funny oh that's good that's good um how's your week been yeah good good Am I kicking things off? 
Yeah, do you want to get into some I training? Think, or, I think you're, or you got any, any other things yeah, outside of training you want to talk about? Um, not that I can really think of. No, your shaved head sort of put me off <laughs> from, the, from the get-go. So I think we'll just go straight into straight into the uh, into the training weeks. I kick things off on a Monday with um, a sixty-minute jog on my favorite loop, which is I've told you before. Do you know what my favorite loop is? Do you listen to me when I'm on the podcast? Uh, Durban Creek. Oh, mm. and you cut across. You, yeah, you go out on Darabin and then you cut across through that park. Yeah. Uh, you know what I love about our FTK listeners? If we ever are wondering the location of something or what it is, we just have to check the DMs next and there's like 30 people have sent us Explain messages. what like, it is. Yeah, giving yeah. us like the geo location of it and it's like, oh, thanks a lot. Oh, yeah, I, I just want to interrupt you there. I went on a... Uh, <laughs> Never mind what you're saying. <laughs> I went on a ride yesterday and... There's actually a lot of good running around Box Hill. I don't know what you were talking about. I love. I don't know. You always say it was so hilly and stuff. Oh, it is quite hilly. Which, I don't know. What um, riding were you doing in Box Hill? Uh, we were on like some path that and came from like, Blackburn. You're like, you're like, yeah, it was really good. Like, you know, you out just past the U Gangs. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's the wrong Box Hill, mate. I don't know. I just was out kind of like Blackburn Lake. Were you on mm. on a bike path? So yeah, bike path. Yeah, you know so where you, the skate park is? Yeah. Kind of. There's like the bike path at the back of that. Yeah, so it, so the continuation of the Gardeners Creek Trail, yeah, and then it goes all the way to the skate park, right? Yeah. Then you hit the skate park, and then what did you do? We were did on the road a bit, I think, from there. From the did you the, connect the Black's Burn. Walk and go on the gravel, or no? No, we didn't go oh, on the okay. gravel, but yeah, yeah. So that that run there is it's pretty good going out to the Gardeners Creek Trail. That's mm. good, but the the run I would always do is up to Blackburn Lake, um, and that's where it's hilly. But okay. I don't think I complain. Well, I probably did complain, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm I sure reckon you did. did. <laughs> um, I'm sure I did. Um, can I continue? You went into it uh, again. Yeah. Also, it was pretty nice, uh, <laughs> the Eastlink Trail or whatever. Um, the Oh, yeah. So you went back on that way. We like, went up that way and then back did through you, Box Hill. Following the Eastern. The freeway, yeah. Did you, oh, you left home that way? We went through Heidelberg. Okay. And then somehow, I don't know, I was with George Winter and he Sounds just, like George was just taking, taking you. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, it was he a said it was 20. only 50K. Yeah, yeah, it was a 50K ride. It, um, but like, I guess once you get the box hill, it was like direct back pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it is a it is, it is That's nice. what it looked like on the map. Oh, yeah. For the listeners at home. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, get back into your week. Well, hang you on now. Why don't we describe that map to you? <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Then Tuesday morning headed to the tan um, and we had two by two kilometers and then eight by 500. And I, yeah, I didn't mention this in my Monday run, but um, I think, you know, last week I said the Sunday long run, I just couldn't go past 430Ks. Like I was just so tired, all in my hips and glutes and stuff from the cross, from mm. the cross country race. And that was the same on Monday. Just felt so shit running, and it was just like, you know, I was waiting for myself to feel good running. Then I get to training on Tuesday, warmed up, the same thing again. I was like getting dry. I felt. I remember thinking, like talking to people in the warm up as we're going around the town, and I'm just like looking at people as if like, is everyone warming up fast? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, Look, you know that feeling. The, it's worrying those days, it, isn't it? It's worrying, yeah. and I was looking down at my watch. I'm like, oh no. Yeah, yeah. We're not going fast. I just feel really tired. So this was a, uh, I would say in the first two two Ks, this is a, a good uh, little battle between old Joel and new Joel, let me tell you that. <laughs> um, the first two K, I just went out to feel. Um, you had Ed and Dave went off really hard and then just behind that was, uh, was Smack um, and then just behind that Smack, geez, I can't remember who Smack was with, someone. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, and then just behind that, maybe it was Smack and El Christie or something. I, and then behind that was me and Logie. And I was right, like we went out the first like 500 meters and I looked down at my watch, it was three tens. So you know you, that, that feeling mm. of like the 2K where you look and you're like usually like 250 something. Yeah, I was 310 yeah. and I was like, holy shit, this feels like 350. And I was like, don't panic, just 250, just 250 yeah. sorry. Um, don't panic, just just run run strong. You know, you've had a big race on Saturday, just, just try and get it done. Just kept kept running. Finished with um, Bailey and, and Logie, and it was um, six six minutes 
for the for the first two k, and you have ninety seconds recovery. So um, so Dave and stuff went off, and then you know then next was Smack. Um, there's like a, you know another fifteen seconds, and then I went off again with like Logie, and I started started running and. Again, I was like, I'll just get this done at like six minute pace, and then I don't know what happened. Oh, oh let me tell you, old Joel was just like, "Fuck, stop being a pussy," <laughs> and I just started running hard, and I caught Smack's group and just went straight past. It. And I was like, <laughs> I was like hunting Ed Marks and Dave. I don't know what it was. It was more just like, a, and the fact that I could do that made me think. Then it's like, well, see, you weren't that tired. You were yeah. just getting in your own head. Just keep pushing. Around five thirty six. I went from six to five thirty-six. The funniest was Tim, who's t- like taking the times at the end. Um, he's he's like watching, he's watching uh, like Ed and stuff go off first, and then he like somehow sees me. It's like it's like I've cut across the river. Yeah, he's like, I'm wondering where the he's fuck like, can you take a shortcut? Yeah, because he's like, like, I saw Joel take his full recovery. Where the fuck is he? <laughs> and he goes, Do you go hard on that one? I was like, Yeah. <laughs> um, and then. Like I've ended up just doing all the all the five hundreds. It was me, Dave, Smack, and Ed. We just did them all together. However, Ed led every single one and was probably a little bit in. It was definitely in front of us. Um, and Dave was again like maybe a little bit in front, and like me and Smack was sort of. At or the, Dave on the last one or two. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we ran that one fifteen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, we're, we're just. I was gonna say like yeah, we're all sort of working together. No, we weren't. Like me and Smack were just sitting on. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't do a single one. Um, but 500s, I don't find too bad. So, yeah, look, good session. So, you ended up having a pretty good session and yeah. feeling a lot better. I think, yeah, it was just like I sort of forced myself to get into um, – I was just trying to get out of my own head because it was like I was tired and I felt like shit. And I think just doing that 2K, I was just like just fucking, you know, just push mm. um, and sort of woke up my body, you know, as opposed to just slugging it, slugging it out. Um, and then Wednesday morning, I had physio Tuesday night. Yoshi said my body's like in, in really good nick, which is nice. And then um, had a Wednesday morning run. It's my first double day in a long time because I went to the pulse run that night. So um, did 60 in the morning and that was like the first 60 I'd done, you know, since the race where I just felt awesome. Like I just felt great. It's one of those ones where I look down and go, oh, that's a bit quick. Just back it off, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then, yeah, went to the pulse run that night, which was good. So it's a big like, it's a 20K day for me. Um, and then... A bit over and then Thursday morning went to the lake to do threshold um everybody was on well Ed and Logie who I thought you know I might be sort of with would going on the gravel um and Bailey and uh El Christy they have moved to Friday sessions um because they're doing some like half marathon specific stuff um so I was I just was by myself and I was like 3-0, it was just again, so fucking windy. And I know I complain and stuff, but I'm actually- I'm, <laughs> It has been fucking windy. I'm genuinely getting fed up with it because I feel like it's affecting, because I've got this nerve thing that I'm like battling with every single threshold where like my calves go like a bit like wobbly and stuff. Um, and the wind just exacerbates it because it forces my pelvis into like that anterior tilt. Because um, so my like, Form goes all out the out out the out the door. So when it's really windy, it makes it worse. And I'm just trying to like fight through it, being like, no, just come on, just keep going, just keep going. And I'm just getting slower and slower. And then I, then the the nerve or whatever thing um, happens. But I was like 305 pace to the top of the um like the top of the lake. And then as I came back through the car park for one lap, I was 312 average. Yeah. So it's like I mean that means I'm running 320s. All through the wind. Ed said it was the windiest he's felt it. Um, he and like he was on the gravel. He just said it was it was unrelenting. Usually, you, when you're at the lake, you know you have like that medium sort of wind for a bit, and then you'll t- you'll turn into the wind, and it's really bad. This was just like three k of like a crazy crosswind that you mm. just couldn't run through. Yeah, and mentally, it's so tough when you feel like you've been going all right, and then you look at your clock, your pace, yeah, and it's dropped that much, yeah. and you just like. Yeah, it's annoying. So I just turned it off. To be honest, I just turned it off um, my pace. I just went. I don't even. Care. I don't even want to look at pace. Who gives a fuck about that? But it's like once I've like had my, I get like stiff and all tight and locked up in my, um, in like my hips and glutes and stuff. Then that nerve thing happens. Um, and so I just like keep going. This is about like you go through the lap at fifteen, sixteen minutes or something for me. 
Um, and I was like, fuck, it's come on early. Like usually it comes on at like 26 minutes mm. and it came on at like 16 minutes. And I was like, far out. So I just tried to battle it out and then I ended up just stopping at 25 minutes. I was like, no, nah, this is like, it's just getting worse and worse and worse and I just want to get on top of this. Um, so it was really annoying and I finished the finished the run and messaged, um, messaged Steve Deneen because I, you know, wanted his sort of opinion on it. Um, on these like sort of weird things because I, I just don't really know what it is. Um, so Friday, a day off running, went uh, went to go see Steve and he just said, yeah, like super locked up all through my quads and hips and in my in my like you know that pel- pelvic tilt is um is is pretty bad. But he said, which is really interesting, he said like I'm so locked up all through there and then like, my hamstrings as well. And he thinks it's a blood supply issue. So he said he goes when he goes it's the blood vessels he he goes does it feel like it goes weak and wobbly or tingly and I said no no not tingly and he mm. goes tingly's nerves and he goes but if it's like feels like it's weak and it like turns off that's blood mm-hmm. he says the blood vessels are too it's too tight and it's like and I go yeah I think that's it I don't because know because it's so activated or because, no so the blood that gets sent from your heart down into yeah. your feet it's like being constricted okay yeah. Because it's so tight. Because it's so tight yeah, okay. and, and locked up and it's not flowing properly. Um, and I was like, well, what do I do? And he's like, look, you just need like more treatment and stuff. Um, but something interesting that Steve was saying, which I find super interesting for, for athletes who have like, you know, an, an injury. We look at injuries so much in isolation, right? Mm. So I said to him, I go, what's causing it? Tell me what's causing it so I can fix it. And he goes, Joel, you, your quads and your hips are so locked up. Right, so that's causing the pelvic, you know, tilt, and then your hammies are having to overwork. Then that's like causing, you know, your adductors to, yeah. And then it's like that's related to this, that's related to that. And he goes, it's with with running injuries, it's not often that one specific thing has caused that one specific thing. Yeah. It's like they could all be adding, oh, I'm going to add twenty percent of the load there, or oh, I'm going to add forty percent of the load there, or oh, I'm going to do that, and then you've got an injury. And it's like you, you can't just look at one thing and go, that's why. And I think as runners, we want to find a simple answer. It's just like, you know. Yeah, well, that's like I guess for me with my calf. Like I kind of want to just – I'm like, why am I why? getting this? Like yeah. tell me. And then like Kev was like, it's there's probably 40 things. Yeah. And it's just but 40 little, little things. Yeah, and exactly then it, right. It, when it all adds up, then it be, becomes something. But um, so – which is frustrating because like yeah, to, you just to, want, yeah I just want an answer like what do I do just yeah. more calf raises and yeah imagine then, that he just goes or he goes oh yeah oh yeah your left glutes are not firing yeah. properly and that's going down the chain so just make sure you activate that glute and you do it and then the calf fixes exactly oh, fucking but, no nuts. this is so many things and then yeah yeah I'll talk about it a bit in my week what we've been doing but um well, you can infiltrate my week if you like. <laughs> yeah keep, keep going <laughs> that's fine <laughs> I'm joking um. So yeah, it was like good to. He he just said pretty much the main thing. Has he ever got you doing the like? This is Steve's big thing because I know my mum sees Steve and she like does does it a lot. Um, the like lean backs. So it's like a quad lean back. Yeah. You, like, lean back and it's like an ex, is eccentric contraction. Is that where it's like constantly? I'm looking at your face now, and you're going, please don't ask me that. <laughs> um, I think it's eccentric when it's. Well, I know Con- when, when you're doing a calf raise is when you're going down. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's it where you're like – So it's stretching It's stretching while, while under load. Yeah. yeah, and you're just trying to do – and he said – and this is this is a good advice for every single um, athlete in rehab. It's like you do a lot – sorry, you do a little, a lot. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, I think we as, as runners would prefer to do a lot, a little. Like, you know, you just bang out as many of the fucking exercises as possible and then like don't do it for two days yeah, and then yeah. bang them out again. And it's like, no, you need to do just a little bit three times a day. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Been, Especially when it's like a bit of an – and if things aren't activating or, or firing, yeah, I feel like it's just a basic exercise and you just keep turning it on yeah. a few times to, to get that pattern back. And you keep doing it to get the – yeah, yeah, exactly right. Um. So – yeah, did that. I also forgot I went to the gym Thursday Thursday night and uh, it's kind of cool to see. I know we make the jokes about like, love wait, baby. But <laughs> the, um, it's sort of cool to see like me just slowly putting weights up. Yeah. You know, like I like what I was doing with my like hip thrusts to what I'm doing now and like even the leg press, I'm like, okay, now I can put another 10 kilos on and you do it and it's like, shit, it's pretty cool. Are you um, going to throw around some of your numbers or? 
Um, Are you doing double leg hip thrusts or single leg? Uh, I'm sorry, they're not even hip thrusts. Nah, I'm not. Nah, they're um just hip, hip cable pulls. <laughs> <laughs> Here I'm, I've got the got the name. You got, yeah, up. you got. Actually, no, I just use the theraband, and I'm up to the red theraband. <laughs> like, it's like, <laughs> it's yeah. So if I'm like talking. I'm like, yeah, my like like one rep max on on the squat rack is, and then you're like, oh yeah, what is it? And I go. Um, actually, no, I'm just, I'm just doing a single leg calf race. <laughs> <laughs> this is so unrelated. Uh, am I going to throw around some of my numbers? Oh, it doesn't matter. If it's not your hip thrust, then I don't know. You, you didn't finish it. I was going to go, am I going to throw some of my, my numbers? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, did that. And then, yeah, Friday's day off. So, Steve, then Saturday headed to Wattle. Um, and can you feel any difference? In your leg, or you won't know until probably threshold. Do you mean with the with the from the treatment and from and the exercises? No, or no didn't didn't. Yeah. Well, I don't feel that at Waddle. I don't. Yeah, so you're not going to know. No, nah, so I'm not really going to know. Nah, it's it's really annoying. Um, and yeah. I said this to Steve because I said Steve, it doesn't happen in um like at Bandura, it doesn't really happen. It does happen sometimes the last like K of races. And I think that's when, like it happened at Launceston in the last K and it's because my form goes out the window mm. um, and I'm like not in like a nice pattern and I'm just trying to get to the finish line as quick as possible. And the moment I do that, then it happens. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a few things to work on there. But yeah, went to Waddle, pretty windy. Um, and I just went with with Logie. Garb started with us too. Um, and I think we we're like 808 for the first lap and we came through and I was like, we definitely were going pretty slow on the downs. Like it felt like I was like still like working the hills, but we're just cruising the downs, you know, the way you're supposed to do it. But I came up, saw 808 and I was like, that's like, yeah, that, that felt like it was quite hard for 808. <laughs> and then we did the next one. It was like 802 or something, 801. And it's like, well, we're getting a little bit quicker, but it's still, you know, it was pretty hard. Um, and I was trying to make sure like, you know, cause I, I'm so, so susceptible to like overtraining and pushing myself too hard. Every time I would like drop Logie, I would like run back to him on the downhills, you know, Not back to him, but sorry, let him catch, let him catch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was doing like, turn around, turn around. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would just like slow down and like with my, cause I was doing it with my arm. I'd be like, come on, catch up to me. So he didn't, cause otherwise he would think like, you know. I don't want to catch him. Yeah, yeah, it's a true. big yeah, thing yeah. of like you don't want to you catch, catch people, people on the downhill. downs. And yeah. I'm like, no, I'm deliberately going slow so yeah. you can catch me. We can go to the next one. And he was, yeah, he was running well. And then I think last lap was 7:45 with me, so I got you know got moving on that last lap a little bit. But Logan's going good again. Like he is. He started. Yeah, yeah he's just been like getting that little bit, bit yeah. better um, each time. So we, we kind of like bagged him out once on the podcast. I think about how he's. Uh, I don't know. It was taking it a bit easy, but maybe he knows more than us. Yeah, because <laughs> now yeah, he's no, run. He's, he's smashed um, here the under twenty cross country. Yeah. Um. So he's yeah. yeah he's I don't know. Really he's well. just he's, being he, patient, which is good because I hope yeah. he doesn't mind me. I hope he doesn't mind me um, saying this. I don't think he will because we're sort of talking about it all fine. But he knew like just from like you know being a young runner and just not not knowing um you know through like middle middle of high school and stuff like he was he had reds pretty you know he was in reds while he was training. Um, and he said, and he goes, I know this is so stupid now because he like eats really well. He says he's eating so much all the time. He, this started by us talking about like how much we eat and he goes, I bet you I eat more than any of you guys now. And we're all sort of arguing being like, no, we do and all that. But, you know, obviously we've talked about it before with with um, distance running. It can just be so easy to like not eat enough food. But he said, he goes, back when I was like young, I thought if I didn't eat before training, I got fitter. Man, I used to think it in high school too. Did you? Like, yeah. Literally... I was definitely yeah like I wouldn't eat at school because I thought that it was like because you, yeah, so you're the same as Logan yeah, yeah right yeah. so and it's just like it's one of the most toxic poisonous things you could be, you could yeah. be doing to your body but I think it's so easy for I think it happens like when you're young right because mm. you're in high school you you know especially now with social media and stuff you're looking at all these people running these fast times but you don't have the guidance of nutritionists and all that so you're yeah. sort of left to make these decisions yourself I remember watching this video. Or like interview with Lance Armstrong and it was like, I don't know, it was like a day in yeah. life. But this was like before he'd been good, done for drugs as well. Though. Good guy to take advice yeah. from. But he was like saying like, you know, like sometimes being an elite athlete is like some not always like finishing your dinner. Like sometimes you have to like go, all right, that's enough. I don't need to, yeah. fin- I don't need to stuff myself. And like I literally started believing that. And then you like think back like, the guy was just taking steroids. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, he doesn't have to eat. And like, also, you know what? As the cycling is not an impact sport. 
So yeah, you yeah. can't like the stories back in the nineties of them um, having <clears throat> having uh, they would you know do a big long ride, have mineral water, and sleep in yeah, tablets. Yeah, yeah, right. So they f- and stomach and human growth hormones exactly, <laughs> and and obviously a lot of performance yeah. enhancing drugs. But like they're doing that, it's like well, you know, I'm sure if you were doing that. You are going to be a far better, a far better um, cyclist because there's no impact. Whereas, like, if you tried to do that running, you're going to break. Mm, yeah, like you're just definitely going to break. Yeah, your body's like needs all those nutrients. But yeah, it's it's definitely good now that I think people are changing their um, yeah, they're thinking about it, and it's just like eating a lot is the way to go. Definitely, and I think it would help as well. You know, being in those like sort of more high performance groups, the younger people look up to the to the you know, older athletes. And it's like if the older athletes are doing that, then the younger people are going to... Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, you saying on like the podcast, like you fucking need to eat so much. We're talking about how much, you know, eating rice till we feel sick before mm. races and stuff. It's like, it's 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 good. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Sunday went out for a long run, Darabin Creek Trail. Um, again, was try, you know sort of trying to get up to two hours, but my body was just like cooked. Um, have like a little bit of pain somewhere at the moment around that like sort of hip area. Um, so I didn't want to push it. So I was hour 50, 25k um, with smack. But we went all the way to Latrobe Uni and back, and pretty much weren't on. We didn't go on the trail, the same trail once. So that's the beauty. I love Darabin Creek Trail so much because you've got. There's only there's one road path. The main Darabin Creek Trail is a road path that mm-hmm. goes out and back. So if you were going to run on that, you go out and back on the same the same thing. But following the Darabin Creek, there's a a um, gravel or dirt or grass trail on either side. Oh, so I don't techni- know. There's one on the other side. Yeah. So technically, yeah. you've got three trails to go yeah. on, going the whole way out to Latrobe Uni. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we went out on the dirt one. On the like the right hand side, and then coming back on the other side of the creek on the on the grassy dirt one. That was good. So it's yeah, really really enjoyable. Mm. Um, and I was 114k for the week. Nice. Um, and then so I would have beaten you K's wise this week. Uh, <laughs> well, to include my bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So my week. Uh. Yeah. So I was gonna what we were talking about. I guess with like knowing what we are, uh, why we get injured. I think. That's what like Kev Craigie's like been trying to say to me. It's like we don't know why, so we like have to kind of like attack every single thing. So like for me, oh, I was even re- your hair, even, <laughs> even my hair. Yeah, <laughs> what if, yeah? What if that is the difference? <laughs> Who knows? If it is, I was like, fine, I'll get rid of it. Um, but like for me, like I was really good um, before I tore my calf and still after with calf raises. Like my calves are really strong. Yeah, and then we like did this thing where we put it on a bit of like an unstable surface. So like I was – and then my left calf would fatigue so quickly. Really? So it's like – Were you doing calf raises on an unstable surface? Yeah. Yeah. So like I had weight – Like the like a, a, a seated one. Seated one. Yeah. So we had like a like a pole with like a um, like a flat board on yeah. it. So you can rock either way. Yeah. All those hand movements you're doing now really helping the listeners work yeah. this one out. <laughs> <laughs> we always forget that. I know. Um, so – yeah, like as which is funny because like you can do all these testing, all these exercises. Like, yeah, you might be strong, but r- like in the straight direction. But running isn't that. Yeah, you, like you, that trail that you run yesterday. I bet you're rolling your ankle a little bit, going out a little bit. Like it, you're never landing flat and going completely off the normal yeah, way. Yeah, exactly right. So it's yeah, it's like you can do calf raises, but maybe it's like stability or something like that. Yeah. So. We've definitely been doing that, and then Kev also has me doing um, like drills as well to make sure my the timing's right, which is like Yoshi always talks about yeah, like coordination. coordination. Um, and then it's funny because I've been like I follow this like Instagram page on uh, oh, on Instagram, and it's um, <laughs> it's about <laughs> whoa, <laughs> it's this uh, I don't know who is a guy that like films all these Ethiopian runners, and it's them doing drills, and he just like puts like. 50 cent to it. It's so funny. Really? But like, <laughs> but you see him do drills and I was just like, and they all do it together and I'm like, I wouldn't be able to do those drills. Like okay, I wouldn't so have the coordinate. Yeah. Yes, it's really and like when you think about what Yoshi says, it's like, and like these guys are such good runners and yeah. their timing is so good. Yeah. Um, you know, that's like, a, it's the same thing with Carol, Carol um, Bore, the the South, South African yeah. physio that I'd, I'd seen. It's the same thing. It's everything is about like coordination, the movement pattern of like, you know, one to 
you know, one to two to three, that sort of thing. And if it's firing the wrong way, yeah, things happen. Definitely. And yeah, I, I can feel when like things aren't firing, yeah. in the, when it's not, the timing's not right. So definitely trying to get that back. And then also been doing these um, things where I'm on a like a 38 centimeter box and I'm, I'm like jumping down and landing. Yeah. Yeah. And so these is, do those. I'm doing them, I've been doing them twice a day last week, but now I'm running. I do them on my days I don't run. Um, and that's just to keep, my bone strength up. Yes. And it's like literally just about getting impact in my legs. And then so hopefully when I get back into quickly into running, then I can uh, like I already have that. As I don't, I'm not having to take it as conservative because of that. Yeah. I feel like there's always something people can do when they're injured. Definitely. Um, to me, and like, well, yeah, when that's why I was asking about what numbers you get thrown around because like I feel like so much stronger in the gym right now because I'm fresh. Yeah. So I can actually like spend a few weeks getting as much strength as I can as yeah. well. So get yeah, it's almost like it can be a that's why people say sometimes injuries can be a blessing in disguises where mm. like people, you know, athletes come back from injuries stronger. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because you can get a little bit if you're just not injured, you can get a little bit complacent. Yeah. In saying that, like we, you know, we're sort of contradicting ourselves because we say that the best thing you can do for running is consistency week after week after week after yeah, week. But and I think that is the ultimate goal. Exactly. However, it doesn't always you, happen. It doesn't always happen. And if you don't, if that doesn't happen, then you have to make the most of the, you know. Yeah. You don't and, just put, yeah. you don't go, oh, shit, I've got, any, I've got a calf injury for two weeks. Well, I'll put the feet up. I know. And, but, and uh, what sucks is like there is like some physios and stuff out there that'll just say, oh, yeah, two weeks off. Yeah. And then you do a ten minute jog, and then two days later you do a fifteen minute jog, yeah. and like, and you end up spending six weeks to get back, kind yeah. of thing. Um, whether like that's not gonna, where for me, I feel like being out of shape in a month is just as bad as being injured, kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, it's good. Yeah, um, I like it's good that Kev's kind of been on the same page as me, and like knowing that I want to push it, so he's like kind of finding the safest way to push things as much yeah. as possible. Um. But yeah, my training week. So I did those. I think I was that in was here. just the intro that you trained. I know, yeah. Far out. No. I was in here last week, and I remember I did that bike session, and I was like saying that I couldn't yeah. push myself. Yeah, that was six by eight minutes. Um, and I was like, yeah, struggling a little bit in that one. Um, and then did the next day. I did two hours in the heat chamber, which was a pretty long time. Two hours in heat chamber. Very long sense, time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I did 30. So about an hour and 45 minutes too long for my life. Yeah. <laughs> just as soon as you start to get a bit of sweat, you're like, all right, that's, uh, that's me done. I'm done. <laughs> Kev actually went into the um, heat chamber. He's uh, So Avish is the uh, physiologist there. Yeah. And him and Kev are going over to um, Budapest football champs. So they're doing a little bit of heat training um, just for when they go. And so Kev went in and did a 20-minute ride, I think, yeah. or, or run. And then he so they're what acclimatizing to. I th- I know just just for like I think they just want to see what it's about and yeah. then like so when they do run a bit over there it's not gotcha. as hard like yeah. it's it's not yeah. really for any performance benefit but then they were uh, you're uh, you're asking like a, a, a vision and to like do the like your program and so like I need to know and there's sorry I'm, I'm doing Kev's you yeah, yeah, yeah. run Kev's program <laughs> but Kev's like um, he's like yeah and no, I did 20 minutes he goes it's not even that hard he goes like riding out on the bike like on the stationary bike with no fans harder and then two days later he did 40 minutes and he was like that was the fucking hardest yeah, thing I was like yeah it takes you 15, 20 minutes before you get like yeah, hot in there yeah, and, and then, then it just gets hot, like yeah. the hose spikes up straight away um, yeah Tuesday, I did another 30 minutes on the bike in the evening. Um, I've been spe- spending so much time at the VIS just because <laughs> I was riding a stationary bike. And then um, Thursday, uh, sorry, Wednesday, I did 40 by one minute with 30 seconds rest. And I would, every single one, I would just like do a 400 meter rep in my head, like running rep in my head yeah. is like how I do it. Um, but 40 is a, a lot of 400 meter reps. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. How hard, so how you, you're pushing as hard as if you're doing a 400 rep. No, uh, no, like you go. I don't know. Yeah, you're pushing. I'm pushing pretty hard. Do you, do yeah, you have watts for us. So this was uh, these ones were a bit over 300. Yeah. So yeah, but what I found really hard with that is I had no idea how. I'm like the first one I think was like 320. I was like, mm, uh, this could be. Yeah. Like I've got 39 to go right now. Yeah. I don't know. You and don't want to get to like 20 and go, I can't do this yeah, anymore. Yeah. And the, the, it was only 30 seconds recovery too. Yeah. So it wasn't much. Um, 
I did another 30 minutes on the bike that evening um, and then Thursday, 90 minutes in the heat chamber um, and dropping down to the 90 minutes was so much better. Mm. Like it just mentally was so much easier. Actually, my sweat rate was like so much higher because I feel I could just like mentally push myself a little bit harder. Yeah. Um, And then I was given permission to ride outside, which was good. (laughs) Came over, grabbed your bike. Yeah. Um, My bike was begging to be taken yeah because i ride like i ride on my gravel bike quite a lot but my road bike has definitely been uh forgotten left, about forgotten about yeah. yeah i um and i yeah i got your shoes <laughs> your um for the right for the cycling listeners speed play they were and yeah uh, let's just say brett struggled to put them on well yeah i so i got the right one in and i got couldn't get the left one in so i did a ride with my left foot not in <laughs> so you didn't yeah <laughs> so i could only push down and i couldn't um <laughs> that is absurd really yeah oh my you uh, you you must not have been putting them in properly I feel like it was stiff or something, but I could get the right one in, clip out, clip back in, no worries, left one could knock over. I wonder if the right one is so loose, maybe. And so that's why it was easy. And then the left one, you have to go sort of like front. I don't know. Yeah, I just couldn't work it out. And then I was just, after a few goes, I'm like, well, I'm going to end up falling off by trying to put it in. Yeah. So I didn't. um, But yeah, just. so funny you did. How long was the ride? I don't know, like 35 minutes or something along the boulevard. Um, And then. This day is Friday. I had my first run. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what a funny intro to that day. <laughs> you like said Thursday and then this day was Friday. <laughs> and I had six by five minutes um, progressing quicker um, with two minutes rest in between. Um, so first one was just like easy jog, which is probably, I don't know, it was 420 or 430 pace. And then I went like four four minutes, 350s, 340s, 330s, 320s. Um, and How did it feel? It felt fine. Yeah, I like couldn't really – like couldn't feel my calf. Um, but you could also – I could also feel both my calves like tightness because I haven't run in 10 days. Yeah. Which sucks because like I'd rather my tightness be somewhere else than in, in, in the, the, where in the, the muscle that has the, the, had the injury. Yeah. Um, the thing about calves, like we've spoken this – spoken about this before with like calf little tears and stuff is you can like feel them for a while yeah so like even in like three weeks time say you're like getting up to some really good running you might just still feel something a little yeah. bit funny that's what rambo said to me as well he's yeah. like he's like still hurt for a while i was getting back into it and this is a were you in the middle of something or can i no, okay yeah interrupt um, me i interrupt you <laughs> we do it that long <laughs> podcast um uh, i was talking to Ed Marks on, on Saturday at Waddle and we were, you know, talking about uh, um, he had some like, tightness up in his adductors and I was saying, oh, that's like, you know, the, the groin sort of pain I, I had and I think it's similar to what like Ollie Hawes got at the moment. Um, apparently he Ed was saying he was mentioning that on, on their podcast. Um, and we yeah, just pulled out, did we mention he's pulled out of world champs? Yeah. Because of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's sad to see but um, obviously he's – going to make that decision you know to get on top of it now mm. olympics next year you know you'd prefer do that than do world push champs through and for push it, through yeah. miss olympics right yeah um and yeah ed and i were, were talking about these sort of injuries and, and you know ed and i have both ha- had a, a couple of stress fractures and it's like when you have a stress fracture you get injured and you have to heal the injury before you can start running again. This is what this is what happens with it. Whereas like these sort of, you know, type of injuries, you have to, you, you manage them and it's one of those things where he was like asking, it's like, oh, when did yours go away? And I go, it hasn't. And I go, mm. but th- th- these are the kind of, kind of injuries where they sort of linger for a while and you're doing all the management, you're doing all the exercises and stuff like that. And I have to say this to my athletes a lot too that are dealing with that sort of stuff because they go, when, oh, I can feel it or maybe I can't run. And it's like, it's, and physios will say the same, like it's normal to feel stuff. Like you don't want it to be like over five out of 10 pain, yeah. right? But it, you have to like sometimes, you know, manage that sort of awareness. Things are more sensitive there from like the nerve endings and all that. But what happens, and we've spoken about this like quite a lot, is like you can't tell when the injury is gone until it's been gone for like six, four to six weeks. And then like I would say to you, for example, I'm like, is that you still feel your calf? And you're like, oh fuck, yeah. I totally forgot about yeah, that. What are you talking about? Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, right. And it's like, yeah, it's like you you might ask me something. It's like the you know, oh, you're a doctor's, and I'm like, my doctor. Oh yeah, that thing that was worrying me for like yeah. four or five months. And it, 
it slowly fades away as opposed to just like, oh, I'm going to like go see a physio. It's going to be totally gone and my next run's going to be yeah. pain free. Yeah, or have two weeks off, Yeah, which usually doesn't work for those things. But yeah. I remember having plantar fasciitis for a year and a half, maybe longer. When and, you were young? Or? Uh, 2015. Yeah. And then, yeah, it was like, then it was the start of 2016. I just remember running and then I was like, I don't remember feeling my feet for a while. Yeah. Like that's I just it. That's had the best way about it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which was, yeah. But th- those injuries, that they suck because like <laughs> you just want to you, be able to do something and it goes away, but it's just, you have to just deal with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So after that running um, session kind of thing I did, um, I went straight onto the bike and did six by six minutes. Yeah. With not uh, two minutes rest between. Um, do you get that like sick feeling in your stomach on the bike in terms of pain? You know, like running pain when you're doing like K's at the, uh, the way I always used to compare is like running pain, like say a track session or whatever would feel, this is going to sound really weird, but it would feel like I'm like breathing and the pain is higher up in my chest. Like it's mm. really like breathing and stuff. Whereas I don't know if it's because you're leaning over on the bike, but I would get like the sick pain feeling in my stomach. On the bike, yeah, you're just nah, really I don't pushing know. hard. I feel like mine's definitely still breathing, breathing but then more, in my legs, yeah. as my and quads, your legs get dead. Yeah, I feel like, yeah. Do would you feel like your quads would get on the bike? Um, a I feel like my run, probably my cycling muscles aren't strong. Yeah, that's problem. probably what. And yeah. you're actually overusing like your quads should. Your number one cycling muscle should be your glutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's what I like just glute activation's huge because it's like your glutes are the biggest muscle in your body. Yeah, it should be like firing. Like if you don't have, if you're quad dominant on the bike and you're not using your glutes, it's like well, yeah, that's can, definitely my problem. Yeah, I'd say my bike setup's probably terrible too. Yeah, well, that's well. bike setup's a huge thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I did another bike ride that evening, just another thirty-five minutes. So it's three so session day, pretty big day. Yeah. Well, because like the morning thing was like the two things together. Yeah. Which to try session. to make it into one session. Gotcha. Well, so the, what was the, the run was only 35 minutes, you said? Or 40? Uh, no. 30, 30 minutes of running. 30 minutes. Yeah. Six fights. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and so they went back into the heat chamber for two hours. Um, <laughs> so stupid, but just imagine like a new and you know like studies are coming up all all the time, like new papers and stuff. Imagine a paper gets released like tomorrow, and it's like it's like heat training very detrimental to calf uh, recovery. Yeah, <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw like I I follow some like things on Twitter, and and I saw one. I was like, yeah, don't need to go over one hour in in the heat chamber. Yeah, and I was like, oh the fuck, am I doing two hours? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, and then. So I didn't do anything. I only did that on um, Saturday. Yeah. Pretty sure. Well, maybe went for another ride. I don't know. Um, and who then, knows? Who knows? We'll never know. And then <laughs> uh, Sunday I did 45 minutes broken up into 10 minutes easy. And then I stopped and did like a few like drills and stuff. And then I did three by 10 minutes um, at like 320s. Pretty much at three fifteen average. Okay, for them. So. And how they feel running? And then five minute jogs. Uh, f- yeah, fine. Um, Did it feel like slower than the threshold? Yeah, f- for most of it, it was like it was pretty windy out there, and maybe towards the end of the last one, when I was um, to be honest, I was probably running at the end of the last one. I would have been running under three tens. Yeah, and it was like into a headwind too. So I'd say it probably was kind of threshold. threshold. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like I probably feel my legs feel a bit. Rusty and, and yeah, uncoordinated definitely. just from being on the bike, but um, yeah, I felt it was good to get it done. And 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 then I went on a ride with George Wintle, yeah, that was good. Um, 53k. Um, what time did you go for that ride? Uh, about 10, yeah, it was very windy, yeah, it sucked, but um, yeah, it was nice. I, I, I love like we, we stopped and uh, had a had some food and a coffee. I was like, how good is this sport? You can just like stop, have a nice big meal. Yeah, and then you can keep And then keep you feel going. fine. I yeah. know. Yeah. It's the, yeah. You can be like in the middle of like reps, eating like a muffin and stuff <laughs> yeah. and like drinking a can of Coke and stuff. And then you're like, okay, now I'm going to push hard up the bike, up this hill. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like running. You just, you just can't. You got to worry about what you eat for the three days before you do a 30 minute run. Yeah. <laughs> and I would always find cycling... Like if I d- did like, you know, a four-hour ride in Europe or whatever, 
um, I would be finishing the, like you'd try and eat in the middle of the ride, but you'd finish the ride and you'd be so hungry. Mm. Whereas if I finish a two hour run, I feel a you bit cooked. You can't eat. I can't yeah, eat. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Mm. Scientists write in and tell us. Yeah. Yeah. Must Maybe it's the bouncing or something does something to your stomach, but yeah, maybe. Yeah, so I, I don't. We'll, know. I guess we'll never know. Yeah, <laughs> um, a few hundred k for the week. Don't know. <laughs> um, running wise, it was about twenty one k, I think. Yeah, and then so this week I do a bit more doing a session tomorrow. Um, but yeah, this week I kind of look not like a normal week, but like closer to a normal week, which is good. Oh yeah, feel obviously good. you because you didn't have have that many days off running it's like you can ramp up more it's not like you're coming off like eight weeks off no running. i i had nine days off running but every single day i was doing something yeah to help me get back yeah quicker exactly. and um yeah so but like obviously I'm, I'm still taking a fairly big risk ramping up as quick as i will yeah um but but you got a good team is, around you yeah you know, it's exactly not like you do, it's not like you're making it up yourself yeah yeah, until I get probably a week down the track. You go into the VIS for the meeting and Avish is sitting there, Kev's there and you just go, you're both fired. <laughs> Avish and Kev are going to um, Budapest on, on Sunday. So okay. So I'll be gone rogue. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they've got like five by five minute like tempo running and you're like, fuck it, five by 50 minute. <laughs> yeah. You're just adding zeros in the program. <laughs> but it's more you used to do. doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. Got to get fit. Who's going to stop me? <laughs> <laughs> I love how mean you can be like dead serious. Like I'm picturing like a listener like taking down all the notes that we're saying. If like, you know, okay, yes, take back slow. Yeah, you, go, you do that. You listen to your body. And then we make a big joke like that. And then they like scrap, scrap <laughs> yeah, it all yeah. out. And they just go, fuck it. Add zeros where you want. <laughs> yeah. No, but I am in like a definitely a, like a danger period of doing my calf again or or something. So yeah, I, you do I, have do I do have to be, have really to be careful. pretty careful. But I have... I feel like I've done as much as I possibly could to prepare my body to get back into training. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, we're trying to take every single box we can. So hopefully, but we, you never know. Yeah. Is the thing. Yeah. You never know. But I think you'll be fine. Positivity. Yes. In the, uh, I have, FTK I have a lot of self-belief. So that's good. Yeah. That's not something you're short of. No. Um, yeah. So we... We'll, we also forgot to mention, you know, we usually do a little bit of a recap of the um, of the patron yep. at the beginning of the episode. Um, so Dave's The Mind Series Part 3 with Bert Gosheda, that came out. That's always like a really interesting listening, um, you know, Dave. Very happy guy, Bert. He is. Yeah. He's like listening to him. It's just like, Positivity. Whoa. Positivity yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, honestly. Yeah. I feel like he would like walk around with a glowing aura around him. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He would like float around, I reckon. Like. <laughs> <laughs> just floating. <laughs> oh, I wish I was like that. Um, and we also had, uh, so there was, we've got one episode, oh, sorry, the second episode um, uh, with Sam Hopper. Yeah. The Amateur, Amateur Hour. Hour. That's already dropped. And we have the third. Another episode um, with Tess Marks that Riley recorded over the weekend. So it's Amateur Hour episode three. Um, and that is coming, yeah, that'll be out next week. Um, and we're going to throw a five minute little sample of the Sam Hopper Amateur Hour at the end of this, yeah. at the end of this episode. And I think we're going to keep putting little um, snippets of the Amateur Hour onto the back of this. Um, Hoping that you know you guys listen and and you hear more of like the, the exciting stuff we're putting out onto Patreon, um, so you can you know support us and being a friend of the show. Yes. Now, time for things we have seen on Instagram this week that we aren't too sure about. Tim Vincent. Um, so before kicking this one off, we also just wanted to address something, uh, something minor. We had uh, we had somebody um, write in complaining that we went uh, way too hard on Ed Goddard last week, and and that um, you know that we were like very unfair and you know somewhat bullying towards Ed. Um, and you know we just we didn't don't want to talk about this too too long because um, we don't really think it's necessary. But we just sort of see you know we both see Ed as a friend of ours. Um, both Brett and I take the piss out of everyone and each other a lot. You know, it's the what, I think one of the reasons why people love listening to to FTK. And what, one of the biggest things we do with this Instagram segment is we always try and punch up. You know, we're not trying to 
trying to bully the little man and stuff like that. And, you know, we respect Ed as an athlete. He's running running so well. Um, and, you know, last week, Brett, your thing that you saw on Instagram that you weren't too sure about was Brett, was, uh, sorry, Ed running with his phone. Um, and, you know, that is t- to us running with a mobile phone in a, a elite race. Winning the race. Winning the yeah. race in a, is something that we are definitely not too sure about, you know. We sort of still stand by that and Ed took that, you know, we know Ed really well. He found that funny. He actually commented on our Instagram, um, at least, you know, take me out for dinner first, which that's bloody a hilarious comeback, you know, and we think that we should all be able to, you know, take the piss um, and I just think, yeah. It's, yeah. I feel like we are always speaking to Ed. He yeah. slides into our DMs all the time. We're going to have Ed on the podcast before yeah. the season's out, by the way. His, um, we haven't asked him that yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but his girlfriend used to send us stuff yeah. about Ed. Like yeah. it was like we, we like Ed. There's yeah. nothing against Ed. You run with your phone, yeah. winning a race with your phone. Yeah. It's something we're going to bring up. Yeah, you're going to get the piss taken out of you a little bit. You know, like yeah. when we took the, you know, Ed put flames on his tracksuit, and it's like, yeah, when you and we, it's like we want to see more of that. That behavior that Ed's doing is is it's awesome. It's actually really good for the sport. He's getting far. You know, some you know someone commented and said, "Oh, you guys are just jealous. He's taking the attention off you." It's like, well, no, the atten- it he deserves the attention, and we're it's giving good. him more attention. And we're about giving, it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny to take the piss out of, right? Yeah. You know, it's like we. I think as Australians, we're always taking the piss. Um, and yeah, we just wanted to we just wanted to address that. There's certainly no malice in it. It's not. I think people. It's easy for us to hear that and be like, "Oh, geez, we must hate Ed." It's like, no, not at all. No, me and Ed were like. At and long- I feel like if if we weren't friends with Ed, we wouldn't keep bringing him up. As exactly, well. like, that's the thing. And yeah, I- because we know. That that like we get along with him, we know he'll have a laugh about it. That's why that's we keep why doing we, it. That's why we why um, we can do it. You know, like and and he to be honest, at the same time, Ed, um, he's brought me up in interviews as well, and like saying how I like country music. Yeah, like yeah, he's like paying like me he's out play, about yeah, that. He's so he's playing, and, he's playing yeah. into it. And now I think about it, it's actually bullying. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we just wanted to, wanted to address that because I think it's very easy for you know some people to like hear us and then they're not really involved in you know they don't mm. know us personally. Um, and so it's like it becomes one of those things where it's just easy to attack and yeah, yeah. we just wanted to. I think we've spent enough time on it because we weren't doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. But I ain't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so now on to this week's victories. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll kick us off. This one, I feel, you know, I feel really bad because I don't know who made it. Um, but a lot of people, a lot of people sent this. To a lot us. of people sent it. A lot yeah. sent us to it. Um, Athletics Australia put up a meme, and it was of Barbie. Yeah, they're getting um, on the Barbie hype. They're getting on the Barbie hype, uh, and it was just like a three-slide thing um, with with Ken saying, "I'm coming with you," and it said, uh, "Did you bring your running shoes?" And there was like an edited thing. Uh, There's a picture of like the pumice running spikes, um, and then the third side was, "I literally go nowhere without them." And I was just reading it, and I was just like this. My face. I remember my face was just like this. Oh no! I know. And so they'd be like, "Oh, we've seen Barbies." Like everyone in the office, think of something quickly. <laughs> like, come on! <laughs> they've got that. <laughs> they're scrolling down. He's not scrunching it up, throwing they've got, it in they've, the bin. Yeah, they've got the piece of paper. It's Oppenheimer. Nah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not as relatable. Too complex. Barbie. <laughs> what, what was yours? Uh, so mine was sent from a guy we trained with, Max. Um, it was a guy running on the treadmill and then there's someone pouring Lego. He's running barefoot as well, pouring Lego onto the treadmill so he's stepping on it, yeah. and which would be so painful. But then the funny thing as well was you <laughs> replying to Max sending it in going, Bundura still hurt more. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But I thought the last, honestly, the last 4K Bundura, I was looking down thinking there was Lego. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's funny though with those Instagram things. It's like that kind of video is someone just thinking it's a I suppose it's like the jackass esque stuff where it's just like how much pain can we put ourselves mm. through for people to laugh on the internet? Mm. Yeah. So I so I certainly wouldn't be trying that. No. No. Um and that brings us to the end of the episode. That's a wrap on episode sixty two. Thank you for listening. Um as always if you can if you do love like what we're doing, please support us. Head to www.patreon.com forward slash for the kudos and enjoy this little uh, sample teaser of the Amateur Hour with Sam Hopper. See you guys. Bye. And then you ran 
Kosciuszko 100K in December? Yeah, and in between those, I actually did UTA 50. UTA well. 50 as well, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so last year was – so at the moment I'm currently a secondary school teacher um, and only in February last year I decided to do my Master of Teaching. Um, and funnily enough, I decided to do that based off uh, another podcast co-host, um, Brady and Croker off the Inside Running Podcast. And I'd been listening to them for a few years and hearing about how they could train whilst being teachers. I thought after working um, in specialty run um, retail in a shoe store, I decided to go and just jump into a master's because I've done a PD degree back in New Zealand. It was only a year and a third to do that master's. And um, yeah, I jumped into that last year and I sort of knew all, with all the placements and things around that, I wouldn't be able to follow a training schedule as closely as I'd like. So I used a lot of racing as sort of my workouts. And I think I clocked up like 15 races or something last year, not on purpose, but it just happened that way that most weekends in Sydney, there was um, there was a race on. And yeah, I think I had FOMO if I, if I did miss a race. So I was lucky to not get injured last year. Um, but, yeah, in terms of those two trail races at the end of the year, one of my mates, he had a friend that had entered both of them who had got injured. So I bought both of those <laughs> entries off him. And I think I entered the UTA 53 days out, and I had never sort of run up a stair. I'd done a lot of, like, hilly running. but um, I've done that race too. It's, that yeah. finish is brutal. <laughs> And luckily, I knew a few of the guys in the front. So I ended up coming eighth, eighth in their race. But um, the guys I ran with, we ran like 30K together. And it was just like a Sunday run. It was unreal because we weren't really racing until we sort of came back. And I think because for the landslides, they had to change the course. So it wasn't as aggressive as usual. And we only did a third of the last set of stairs. Oh. And I was knackered after that third. And I, <laughs> I, I will never go back and do that race. <laughs> because I know you had to do like two more times what I experienced. And it was, yeah, that was really tough. But it was so fun. I, I really like sort of going between the road scene and the trail scene. It's mm. like completely different atmosphere. And everyone is just so supportive in the trail races, like running alongside um, like people going out and you're coming back. They're all just blown away at how fast you're flying through and, yeah, there's just a lot of stoke in the trail scene. I love it. And then, yeah, obviously um, the 100K was a shock to the system. Um, yeah, I I never actually thought, to be honest, that I'd ever get into ultra running. I, I kind of only wanted to stop at the marathon and, and not even do that many marathons. But, yeah, I ended up going to Threadbow and we booked accommodation in Threadbow because the, uh, the course was meant to start there. But they had so much snow. Yeah, this is the start of the scene. They had heaps of snow, and we ended up having to drive early, early as on race morning around to Perisher. And then the race actually was perfect for a road runner because we just did like 12K up this access road up to Sharps Pass. And then we started going along the trails after that 21k. So it was a huge portion of the race. But it was, that was hard. Learning to eat mm. like enough calories for that many hours. I sort of, after 50k, I had a point where it was like the longest I'd ever run. And <laughs> I was so excited. I had a, a group of maybe like six or seven of my friends that were enjoying jumping between the aid stations. And they said they would go like into Jindabyne, have like a burger and a beer, and then go to the next aid station. And I still had it turned up. That's how long the race was. But yeah, I, I think probably the darkest moment I've ever had in a running race was from like 65K through to 80K to the last aid station. And it was like along the Thrubo Valley Trail, like the mountain bike path. And it was all just these like S bends and it was undulating. And it was just like 18K of the exact same stuff. And early on, this guy passed me and I thought, oh, it's begun. I'm going to get past like 50 people. are going to fly past now. And then I ended up passing someone 
while I was walking. Oh, no. So I was thinking, I'm having a, I thought I was having a bad day, but this guy went with the leaders and then just blew up. And he, I think he ended up finishing like two hours behind me. And this oh. is with like 15K to go. So he pretty much walked in. Yes, yeah. and and it should be said. I think you finished top ten. You finished ninth in that as well, right? Yeah, yeah. And actually, the guy that finished tenth was only a couple minutes behind me, so he was hunting oh, wow. me down, which was yeah. It's pretty exciting to like. I really like those those ultras, and even just spectating over the past few years at UTA, I've I've always just looked at people doing yeah. the hundred k there, and I'm like, this is incredible. Like <laughs> hours and hours of of exercise i just can't even imagine but yeah it was certainly easier than um flying up in a road marathon